but when do you actually have time to care about yourself? Exactly. Baby, you don't know what you do to me. Between me and you, I feel a chemistry. Hey guys, welcome to Black, Black Eyed Peas in a Pod. This podcast is for us, teenagers. Our lives, our experiences, and our way of expressing our views of the world. Our podcast provides an open space for critical and civil exchange of ideas. Some ideas discussed in this episode may be viewed as triggering or traumatizing for some audiences. Feel free to join one of our many other podcast episodes. With that being said, my name is Sierra. I'm a junior. My name is Ashley. I'm a junior. My name's Nadia. I'm a junior. My name's Jessica, and I'm a junior. My name's Kaya. I'm a junior. My name's Alicia. I'm a sophomore. My name's Tierra. I'm a junior. Our topic for today is high school experiences. I feel like my high school experience was a 2 out of 10. Okay. Okay. Uh, are we doing explain? Yeah. yeah. Just, just, just a regular, just like just a, short. Uh, I give, I'll give a little higher. <laughs> 2.5. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. I give my high school experience... I give it a solid mm, 7 out of 10 because I really like the people in the environment, but I hate school overall because it is draining. Yeah, seriously. Um, I don't know. It's just the experiences with everything is just lackluster. Like social media and like the um, like television and like Hollywood, like perceives high school to be such a great experience, which it can be. They are great times. I've met great people and stuff. But at the same time, it's just like the mental health and all the things you have to go through just to graduate from four years is just very overwhelming. Let's not get started on the drama. No. The drama's oh, overwhelming. In drama the media, people. it's portrayed like, oh, it's like basic drama. Like, oh, did you see her skirt is short? Da, da, da. But the drama here? People are getting exposed for their body parts. Mm-hmm. People are getting exposed for what they choose to do outside of school. Mm-hmm. That is nobody else's business. Seriously. Stuff that is trusted with other people mm-hmm. is getting exposed. Seriously. Back to back days. Yeah. I feel like with our right now, with our generation, they take everything as a joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they sit there and they try to like exposing somebody, that's not right. Exactly. Like that's somebody that they it's share a federal with you. Crime. It is a federal it crime. Like, this and you could really like, go to jail yeah, for it. Oh, 100%. You could go to jail and they could report you. 100%. And if it was me, I would report them immediately. I would report them for charges and I would say, I didn't even take them. But I feel like also <laughs> the way that stuff is now compared to where we were younger, it was so different. Like from my mom saying this, your body is your temple. Your body is really your temple. Like not everybody can just have that. Yeah. And then I be feeling so bad for the freshmen that go with seniors or juniors. Yeah. Because it's like they're at the age where they're not matured yet. They're still discovering themselves. Yes. They're still in the process of puberty. We're in the process of puberty as well, but we're in the more mature stage because we had years of this from sixth grade to 11th now, which most of us are in. And I think it's just so sad because they think like, Everybody has such pure intentions until you really get exposed to the real world. Yeah, right. you see how evil everybody really exactly. is. <laughs> Freshmen now are also like um, socially and like mentally stunted mm-hmm. because due to COVID. Yeah, yeah. They, social media, yeah, everything. They had like that two they, years exactly. off. Like they, they lived their lives on social media. Right, right. Like they didn't get that chance to be with like the people to make social exactly. interaction. To be honest, I feel like right now, like Ashley said, we 
haven't been to school for two years like this mm -hmm. because of COVID. <clears throat> and I feel like that has changed the perspective of everything because we don't have the same traditions like our seniors had. We don't act the same way as our seniors. Like, you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like different now. Um, Back to what Ashley was going to say. Um, Well, what she said. I want to touch on that topic because I feel like COVID was either a make or break for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. For me, it was both. <laughs> Seriously. Like in the beginning, I just didn't know what to do with myself. I was trying to adapt to a world that I've never been put in, a situation I've never been put in. And then in the end, I figured out a way how to really just figure myself out. But I feel like for a seventh grader or whatever, what, seventh grade? Because it was two years. So, yeah, a seventh grader having to figure out how to live on their own because I know a lot of parents don't have that, they don't have support teams trying to figure all that out on their own, trying to figure themselves out, that's a lot of pressure on them. So they're looking at social media influencers and saying, oh, I'm supposed to look like that for high yeah. school. I'm supposed to dress a certain way to be liked or loved, to, to be, be cute, to get attention. So I think that's why that they developed the way they did because they don't have any guidance from others because you, the guidance I got was from seeing what other people did. Yeah, so that I adapted to my environment. They didn't have an environment to adapt to. They had the room yeah, in a Google exactly. Classroom. Exactly. And that's why I think that that's the way that they act. It's not, and I don't, that's why I don't really like harp on it because I know it's not their fault, yeah. but I think yeah. it's also the responsibility of the parent to help them out because mm -hmm. in the end, you're seeing what your, your child is wearing out of school most of the days. Mm -hmm. and you're letting them be exposed to that. And that's how they get, I'm not saying the way you dress is what, has yeah, to deal yeah, with anything, yeah. And I'm saying it's it it, it targets a lot of people, and that's why I think like they're just going downhill, and yeah. I don't see them getting any better anytime soon. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. I was gonna say I have a question for Alasia because you <laughs> not to be not to like target you or nothing, no, like, okay. but like since you like didn't really get to start your ninth grade experience or <clears throat> your experience off right, like, do you find like it's harder to have like like interactions with like older upperclassmen and stuff like that? Yes, because um, most of quarantine, I spent most of my time like in the house mm -hmm. and uh, living in a toxic household. That's all I had was mm -hmm. going into my room and being on my phone and using, I don't know, contacting people through my phone. Mm -hmm. And Person whenever contact. I came back, cause in uh, 2021 in April, you had the option to come back in person for like Thursdays and Fridays. I came back Thursdays and Fridays and seeing the school so empty, it really just made me like really, I don't know, bored. And then the teachers, they weren't as supportive. They would say, yeah, oh, we not. understand. We understand this is a lot and still give us so much exactly. work, yeah. so much work. And I felt, I felt like most of my classes, <laughs> I had to do edgenuity over the summer. I couldn't even enjoy my summer and everything was just so hard. I didn't know who to talk to. Whenever I kept coming back into the building on Thursdays and Fridays, it did not feel the same. Yeah. I didn't have any friends. I would just come and I would just try to get as much work done as I can, but mm -hmm. I didn't have any support at all. With the COVID, myself personally, I developed social anxiety. So coming mm -hmm. back to school alone was like, like I literally know everybody in the school, but coming back, like the thought of seeing hundreds of people in one area, literally I cried before mm -hmm. I came back. Like I was so scared. And I can only imagine what a freshman was thinking because they had no interaction with anybody exactly. that at that's in the high school now for over two years. Like I'm blessed to like be known by a decent amount of people. So I have friends in almost every class, 
But for them, it's like you go to class, you don't know anybody. Exactly. Yeah. And you're forced to be surrounded by people. And possibly like the thought of COVID, nobody ever thinks like, oh, people don't think about COVID, da da da. Like that's scary. Like yeah. even now I'm I'm still scared to go in school because I don't want to catch that and take it home to my mom. And you know, she right. deals with health issues. And like that's a whole thing to worry about. It's just like so much. And then like school alone. They pile homework on you. I take AP courses, and it's just more homework. Oh, yeah, and it's like sure. you have to stress about COVID, your own mental health. It's right. like that is big adjustment from going to yeah. like being a square every day, just literally getting up, mm-hmm. going to school, and then all of a sudden being like, "Alrighty, you're at home, mm-hmm. figure it out." Exactly. And then you have no. For me personally, I ha- I'm a very visual learner. I love talking to people. Mm-hmm. Um, I love like, if I have a question, I just love raising my hand. I say, I don't. Let, um, <laughs> I don't want to be in um, my private like the private comments and be like, "Oh, Mister." So and so, can I go? Can I go? Can I, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Or create a Google Meet for you? I just want to be able to raise my hand and just yeah, say, "Hey, exactly, exactly." Yeah, like, I just want to be like, "Hey, I have a question," and figure out like, especially in the class when I have the questions like at ten o'clock at night, you're not up. Exactly. That's when I have my questions. I want to have I want to have them right then and there so that we just don't have to go through this big old debacle and mm-hmm. have turn yeah. turn away time. It's just it's just a lot. I feel like that's the main part of this whole experience with COVID because mm-hmm. it's not it's not about just going to school, coming back, going to school, coming back. It's about taking care of yourself. Yes, mm-hmm. taking time to understand like exactly. what's wrong, what, what you need help with. Something's not in the right capacity. It's like, hey, I need to take a break. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing I've been teaching myself because before I just like, it just mentally break down because it's just like, you're so overwhelmed. So I'm an overthinker. That's the that's the biggest thing. I overthink, mm-hmm. I overanalyze, I, over, I make all these expectations for myself and then it's like, I just shut down. Once, like, mm-hmm. once everything's done, I'm just exhausted. I'm tired. I'm frustrated and then it's like i'm like i still have to worry about my mom to worry about my nieces mm-hmm. to worry about this person, that person do all these different things to go to work so try to function as a human mm-hmm. being and it's just like hard it's like what about me like hey let me take a break i um developed like that's when like my depression started over covid yeah and so i had like sensed it but like, i kind of was like just like denying it almost kind of like no you're just like you said yourself like no saying so before covid i'm not going to say i was like the, like this the best student but like mm-hmm. I was doing enough, but when my she grades was the best student. <laughs> <laughs> my, um, my grades dropped like significantly. Mm-hmm. Like they were like terrible. And then when I got back into the school and my grades, I noticed my grades weren't getting any better. I was like, I started like blaming myself mm-hmm. as in, like I'm the problem, and then I started affecting my mental health too. I don't I don't know if like any, anybody else is kind of like going like still struggling with. Good at getting their grades back up after they get off of like that little virtual. Because like I've struggled all of this two years, and I'm gonna go back in here and I'm just gonna pick myself back up because you know it's gonna all just change back over to how it was, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't. So what do you do now? I've dealt with mental health almost my entire life, but um, I never really knew about it because I wasn't educated. I didn't have the proper resources, and. Honestly, I was just too scared to alert my parents on it. Now I'm 16 and I struggle so much with my mental health, but not many people know about this because I'm the type that's not gonna put any of my issues on anybody else because I feel like you shouldn't have to deal with what I'm going through. So I do acts of service to help other people and other students so that they don't have to go through what I went through for years. And I feel like COVID, it has made it a lot worse because I was stuck in my room dang near 24-7 if I didn't have work. Um, and I was just stuck thinking 
I was lost in my thoughts for hours on hours and felt like I had no escape. A lot of people went through that and I'm glad that mental health has been spread more on social media platforms because <laughs> whew, I've been struggling, but I just felt like it's just something you don't put on media until it became normalized. And I'm, it's like, wow, like I'm so happy people are more open to this because I thought I was the only one at a certain point in time. I thought I was the only one that I was dealing with it. So that's why I'd never asked for help. You know, I kind of just dealt with it on my own. I feel like a lot of students deal with that now as high schoolers. They don't have the proper resources or guidance and they just kind of feel like a burden because every time they tell their parents, I know in a black household, they're told, oh, just look up to Lord, da -da -da. he'll help you, I'll pray to him. Like I've been told that by my Nana, all that. And so that kind of just stops them. I'm not sure about other households because <laughs> yeah. it's hard to seek help whenever you're constantly put down on it and you're told you're crazy. Um, I've been told I should be sent to a mental hospital because I've vented before and that's why I keep my feelings to myself now. During COVID, I kind of like cut off the whole world. Mm -hmm. I stopped talking to everybody that I usually would talk to. Um, I started like the first couple weeks, yeah, it was fun. It was cool. But then I started to get really depressed and I already was struggling with anxiety because I developed it developed it like a couple months before so it was hard for me to transition into that I don't like like Cece said I do not like putting my feelings on people I don't like talking about certain stuff so me talking about this right now is actually good because I started like voicing about it mm -hmm. but it was a continuous cycle and then I would constantly overthink and I had severe anxiety with that because I was scared about COVID I was scared about dying I was scared about all types of stuff I talked to a therapist once and I never want to talk to one again because she kind of made me she invalidated my feelings a little bit she immediately said that I needed to go to a mental hospital immediately said I need to be on pills whenever I recovered on that on my own my mom my sisters and my dad they really didn't take into account of mental health at all now they're very supportive about it they know like you know I had mental health issues at a point in time and I still do like whenever we went back to school I like I didn't know how to talk to people I didn't know how to socialize I didn't know how to interact I didn't talk to anybody I would just like I, I used to be such a friendly person I would say hi to everybody it was so nice to everybody now I just don't say anything and now I'm transitioning back to a regular environment and you know I talk to more people now but I still have that same issue and with the grades part and with the school part, that was horrible because they constantly piled work on everybody. They constantly made people, they invalidated people's feelings constantly. Mm -hmm. They literally sat there and said, oh, well, you're at home. You're not doing nothing. Just because I'm not doing nothing doesn't mean that you need to give me all this work. Mm -hmm. I have never had horrible grades like I had in my sophomore year. And it made me feel like a disappointment in a way because my mom really didn't know what was going on with me. And she didn't know how to deal with me having anxiety. So she would get frustrated. Like I just developed so much depression, disappointment in myself. Like right now, my grades aren't where they're supposed to be and that where I want them to be. And I've been doing things like, you know, I know everybody's not religious, but like, you know, praying like doing little stuff to make me feel better. Like, so how do we feel about how COVID affected our high school experience? Cause I can go on and on. <laughs> I think it was a very, 
I think we were tossed into it too too fast, honestly. Mm-hmm. After coming back from 10th grade year, I think it was just like a lot at once. And I, I definitely think COVID like affected like people's mental health too mm-hmm. in that aspect. Because coming to school and having the having to put in all this work and not get a lot in return and then the teachers don't care about your mental health, like it's just I just think it's a lot in general. Honestly it was abrupt pause in normalcy. At first it was kind of like at first like I'm sure I don't know, like I'm at first like I don't think we were like scared. I think we were more excited because we were staying yeah, at home. Yeah. yeah. And then it really, I think it like settled in that like we're serious. here for a, we're going to be here for a long time. Mm. I could go on and on about COVID, <laughs> but I feel like COVID really affected everybody's social contacts. Like it's just so hard to talk to people now because, you know, you're stuck in your room by yourself. Um, jobs weren't hiring. Jobs were shutting down due to COVID. Everything was shut down. So you're basically stuck in the house with the same people all year round. And I know whenever I was dealing with COVID, I just isolated myself. Mm -hmm. So I was just constantly stuck in my bed, doing nothing, stuck with the same thoughts, replaying in my head. Like it just, it made my mental health go down so bad because like you're literally just there in a dark room all day, having nothing to do. Like activities that normal kids would do, like, basketball all that i was in basketball it got canceled like my season was ruined it's crazy yeah it was just like i guess it, it, like, it forced me to like be like in a place where i was just like so uncomfortable because the only place that i could really be my like self comfortably was school and i didn't get that when we got shut down so those two when those two weeks turned into two years, I was like screwed. I was like, dang, mm-hmm. I'm really just locked up in here. Yeah. And not affecting me like mentally and everything. COVID for me was it was hard. It was really hard on me because I'm not uh I like learning in the classroom. I don't like online. Never did, never will. Um it was just it took a toll on me because I kind of felt like the first two weeks, yeah, it was fun. It was cool. Yeah, we don't got school. But whenever it started to prolong, it just made me become a little bit depressed. And I would try to find different ways to escape like reality. In a way, I would watch movies to make me feel like I'm in like the movie's world. Or I would read to like find that I'm in a different world or like, like escape from reality. Yeah, I just didn't want to be living in reality. And I still kind of struggle with that. But it's like COVID just did so much in the span of two years. And being at home for two years, that just sucked. COVID, like, I agree. Like, it definitely sit in your room all day. It just, it's not a good combination. Yeah, it's like this dull. It's like like just do your schoolwork. Go back to sleep. Exactly. Please do yeah. go back to sleep. I feel like also the return to school was just as bad. Yeah. And I just want to know how y'all feel about the resources that were given to us because, in my opinion, whenever I came back, I took back to back losses. Like I lost my sister and then I lost my aunt mm-hmm. in a matter of three months. I came back and I was in a terrible mental state because 
I lost connections to my therapist, like a whole bunch of issues at my house went down. Mm-hmm. Like I, I could go on, like I was kicked out, da, da, da. but um, yeah, whenever I came back to school, I was just lost. Mm-hmm. Like I genuinely felt like I lost myself. I didn't know who I was and I didn't know who to turn to because the person I did turn to was gone. So whenever I'd have breakdowns in school, you know, I went what a student is told to do. They're supposed to go to a therapist. So I go to I go to the school therapist and she turns me away. How do you want to, like you can't turn somebody away that's dealing with a breakdown right. in the moment because mm-hmm. whenever I'm done waiting, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like cool again. Right. I'm I'm already figure out what I'm going through. Yeah, like exactly. like I'm the type to deal with a lot of stuff on my own, but you know, I'm trying to be better at being better with my mental health mm-hmm. and spreading it because I noticed a lot of people don't have the voice that I was given. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm doing a lot of things to help students in the school. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just feel like there's just not enough resources and teachers aren't understanding. They think like everything's so easy. Like whenever we go virtual, we're just sitting at home. No, there's way right. more to it. There's a way darker side to that. But they think we just don't choose to do work because we don't want to. But in the end, like, the thought of mental health is never put into it. And I feel like our school doesn't take mental health as serious as the students do. So what do y'all think? I, I agree with you. Um, I'm not going to, I can't, I'm not going to say their names, but there's a certain teacher that I have. And just love saying that virtual school is not that hard. Did you have to do it for two years? And have to, and did you have to do it when you were in high school? And did you have to just go directly from an entire social life of all your friends just being shut down and shut away and just lose all your social connections. Losing people too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And, exactly. And losing people. Like the years of, and being scared about like, what if that was you? What if that was like, losing right. your family? Mm-hmm. They just said it to um, a student the other day. It was like virtual school is not that hard. You guys are just lazy. And I was like It's not that it's not, it's not that simple. The mental the mental strength that it takes to do virtual school like especially in the time that we did it like in the middle of a pandemic outbreak mm-hmm. like and like in our high school lives and we were like young and like impressionable and just like i applaud us like i give myself a pat on the back i applause to my my um my juniors and my seniors and the ones that graduate and the ones out there in college is out there doing a the dang thing because y'all doing that so yeah Shout out to all the students viewing our podcast. Yes. <laughs> I feel like sometimes, uh, like with our, basically in our school, I feel like sometimes the teachers and the administrators put up a front, like, oh, we care about mental health. Oh, we do this, that, and the other. Y'all really don't care because whenever it comes to the teachers, y'all, when we're at home, y'all stack work on us. That's extra stress we do not need because you don't know what's going on at home. And the motivation to sit there on a computer and stare at a computer all day, I give my mom props because she stares at a computer all day. I cannot do it. I just feel like they need to be more understanding about students with their mental health, with the stress that they put on us, with like everything, because I just feel like it's just all a front for social media at this point. I think... We really don't have any resources, honestly, unless we make it ourselves. Right. It, we they don't take mental health so seriously, honestly, and I think I think it's a big problem with like the teachers too, because I think they just as Ashley was saying, like they see us not turning in work, they see that as lazy, 
but they don't yeah. see like everything that we're doing at home, right. all the assignments other teachers are giving us and just stuff on top of that. There's people that have work after school. There's people that got to take care of their siblings. They got to take care of household. I don't know. They got to take care of everything at home and they still have that due date at 11.59. I just think that's, it's just, we we got we to gotta fix that, honestly. We got to do better. Honestly, we do. it shouldn't be, you really shouldn't have to ask for it. You really shouldn't. Like, I don't recall us when we're coming back into the building, them asking us how we felt about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, yeah, they, some teachers did. Like, there is some very caring teachers. That yeah. Have, like, some teachers, it's just, you know, we're back to school now. Get your books out. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, never, paper. it was never, how do y'all feel about this? What's going, like, you know, it was never into that. So I just feel like it's not taken seriously. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, everybody struggles with it a little bit, a lot, 5%, 0.2%. Regardless, it's still something in everybody's life. Mm-hmm. The exhortation, like back, to, like to start with the question, just like the resources we have are lackluster. Like, our guy, or we have counselors, but there are guidance counselors, so they talk more about scheduling, like mm-hmm. than anything. And then from like from like experience and from like the things I see, like a lot of people, like a lot of white, predominantly white people that have the issues go to the guidance counselors, but I can't. I don't go to my guidance counselors to ask questions or say, "Hey, I've been stressed out. You know, I've been overwhelmed. I'm crying myself to sleep. Like I'm going through all these different things. It's like it's more like, okay, your schedule. What's what's wrong with the schedule? It's more of that conversation. Even with some teachers, it's more like, well, online or life was so easier. It really wasn't. Like for me personally, it wasn't like I'm always home. Like if I didn't have work, I'm always home. I'm just sitting there on my bed, just just getting my work done. I left at trying to get it done before eleven fifty nine. Then after that, taking a shower, get back in my bed, going to sleep, and repeating the same process over and over and over again. And then doing that for two years, it's just like it's a very big shock to the system from being with some, being in school all day, every day, and having that person and then coming back and it's just like this huge back, this huge adjustment again. It's like, oh my goodness, wow. Another shock to the system. And it's like you're deploying your health, your mental health is just just decreasing and no one's like no teachers taking it seriously. And like like with our school just promoting not promoting um like what Nadia said, with our school just not promoting like on on social media how like they care about us and all this stuff and that and it's it's never that like if you really are in our school became a student you would see like you're really it's really fight for yourself like figure it out if you have good friends you have people who actually care and say hey go here go there or if you have a teacher like a good teacher that you really like you go to them you speak to them but you should like another thing you don't want to always say hey this is that this is what i'm going through and they're they have uh, 20 other plus kids to worry about that have similar issues and it's not to dispute the fact of our issues but i'm the biggest person i don't like to put people's other issues especially when i i know they have issues like i don't want to say i'm going through this because it's deep it's a lot that i go through and i just want to be like hey and just like drop it all and just be like okay thanks and they have 20 other things to worry about and they have their own issues and their own well-being mental health to worry about and it's just for like our schools just like they don't understand it. they don't have there's no space Shout out my girl CC. <laughs> who's gonna who's behind the scenes will create that. But it's just like right now, it's like especially during the pandemic and during quarantines, like there's no way to say, like, hey, I just need to step back. I just need to not do assignments and just not worry about work. I just need to just take a break and just breathe and be mm-hmm. able to just like mm-hmm. understand like what is like what is the physical, what is what is my issue I'm dealing with right now? Not what assignment needs to be done or who what class I need to be in right now or who I need to call or what what time do I work? Like mm-hmm. all these different things, these all these different to-do lists you have to figure out. It's just so 
exhausting and there's no point even in school where we could just have a break like a day of break just to catch back up mm-hmm. get your mind together it's never that it's just more like okay new assignment new lesson oh this is what we're learning in sentence class this is what we're doing right now it's just so overwhelming like when can i have time for myself to exactly that google yeah. class i was literally thinking about like that um yesterday like you know we come out we get off of school i know like a lot of us we have um we're in multiple groups mm-hmm. there's meetings after school you got to go to school then you got to go to a meeting after school then you still got to go home and handle the stuff you got to do at home mm-hmm. and yesterday i was just thinking like and still do the stuff you got to do outside of school and yesterday i was just thinking like this basket of laundry just been sitting in my room all week <laughs> i'm like what am i, I like that's like i don't have time to do what i gotta exactly. do at home like it's like enough hours in a day yeah, like, like and it's like that's why I stay home today. Cause I'm just like I don't got no yeah. time. Like you just don't have no time to yourself. Like yeah, it's all. it's it's more. It's not about you. Like at this point, it's not about y'all no more. It's about but school. Get done. When they get and done. then you miss a day to catch up, and mm-hmm. you're still behind. You're still exactly. Behind. Like you, you don't got time to do nothing. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Ever since COVID, my home really hasn't been a safe place, like a comfort zone anymore. Because mm-hmm. I think of my home as an escape from diseases, from stress, from homework, school, everything. I think of it as a place to relax. But my home in general, I feel like it's a house because I've been trapped in this house for so long. It's like, oh, here we go again. Who knows if I'm gonna be able to even leave this house the next day because an outbreak can happen any moment. Like somebody can get sick in your family. It's almost like, I think of my room as a place where it's filled with anxiety, if I'm being honest. Like, I love I love my personal space. I love it. But it's like, you see up my room, and it's like, oh, this was once a place where I was worried about someone's health in my family. This was once a place where I was worried if somebody was going to die or not, if I was going to come back to school or not. Mm-hmm. This is a place where I stress about school. I do my homework. I'm stressed. I study. I do all of the above. I do all my stressing in my room. So I feel like my room is just not a safe place no more because I'm constantly, like, if I'm not at home, I'm on the go. So mm-hmm. I honestly just feel like I have nowhere to sit down and just collect myself as one. And I'm, myself, I'm a very, I love, I'm very spiritual and I love to just take time to breathe and just have somewhere to just rekindle myself and get myself together because I go through a lot, but I don't put it on anybody else. So yeah. Having a space where I can just be in a room and actually feel comforted would be nice. Mm-hmm. I want to add on that because I totally understand what you mean by that because I, um, I feel that because I like, I feel like I, I'm going through the same thing right now. I was um, diagnosed with epilepsy um, in January and like just the beginning of this year, and that was when like specifically where my room became the most filled with anxiety. But even before then, I just seen like my room is kind of the place where I went to, to like not like, not distress, but like when I wanted to like be angry at the world, or like, but in peace. <laughs> so like when, like, <laughs> like, so when everything was just like, like getting on my last nerves or like literally I just like I had nowhere else to go to like be angry like just hit my room up like my bed is kind of where I did all my homework at so it was like 
I couldn't separate school and home. Mm-hmm. It right. was like it, my school was my home. Right. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and so there was no like there was nowhere to draw that line and so it was everything was everywhere and so it was all just like lines and scribble and everything it was just confusion mm-hmm. and just anxiety like bubbling i was in my room the other day and i was sitting in my bed and i was looking and i was like dang like, i can't even like be comfortable in my own bed anymore mm-hmm. because this is where like i come where i am feeling the most anxious uh, my room, I kind of like, I noticed how before COVID my walls were really empty and now I kind of like found stuff to like, me being in my room so long, it made me want to decorate my room. So it made me want to start like adding more stuff to it. But then I kind of felt like that was like feeding my depression a little bit. I feel like our living space is crazy because it's like, it's almost symbolic. Like we, we treat our living space how we want to be treated in real life. But instead, it looks like our rooms, messy, disorganized, all the above. But our living rooms in general, like what we portray to outside world is like we're put together. Mm-hmm. I and I feel like so. that's yeah, just how it sure. looks. So do you think that emotions have to do with how your room looks? Like how you're feeling at that state? In time ah, yeah, for sure. Still, I do. I say that yeah, all the time to myself. Oh, you can I see know. how bad I look yeah. when I'm going through. If you just step into yeah. my room, I feel like when your emotions are out of like you know out of control, your room is the last thing on your mind. Honestly, everything yeah. like your homework's the last thing on your mind. Like there's a lot of stuff like that could be out of the picture. Really, yeah. you don't need to add like school. If you need a break from school, please let your parents know. Please let <laughs> somebody know. And if you feel like any type of way that any of us felt, please talk to somebody. Like, it don't got to be professional. It could be your mom. It could be your friends. Like, and I'm thankful that I have friends that I could talk to like this. Thank you guys for listening to Black Eyed Peas in a Pod. And we'll see you next episode. Bye!